Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every marriage has three rings. The engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the bickering. We're here to settle the fights that don't matter and have no winner. It's the Three Rings Podcast with another new argument. Hey, honey. Hey. You want to get sad? Uh, I want to get sad as F, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Sad AF. Yeah, I, I'm i super excited about the topic this week. Uh, I'm super, you know, just whatever about this episode, you know, it's, it's fine. Nobody understands you. Nobody understands my, uh, my pain and my struggle, you know? No. I would say if there is a genre of music that would define who we are and our taste in music going forward, it would be this one. I think so. We uh, are, uh, we were are. true emo kids. We are emo kids. We are emo kids. And that's what this week's edition of the Three Rings podcast is all about. Yep. It's about the best emo band. Yeah, and you know this one's going to, this one's going <laughs> to... We're going to throw down. There's going to be crying from everyone. Oh, yeah. That's just kind of the point. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But welcome to this week's edition of the Three Rings podcast, uh, the podcast that uh, is literally just about uh, things that don't matter in the grand scheme of life. It's things that you don't really need to argue about, but God damn it, you're gonna. Yeah. The the molehills that we will die on. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. But uh, thank you for joining us this week. And uh, before we dive into the uh, the topic of the best emo band, um, a little bit of, I guess, history backstory with us and why this is so passionate for us, for anybody yeah. that, that doesn't know uh, too much about us as people. Yeah, um, what was your what was your introduction into emo music? What what led you down that rabbit hole? I know um, mine. So I would say that and you know, I don't I don't really classify them so much as as emo, mm-hmm. even though they partially kind of fit into that world. Um I will say that Rise Against was like the first rock band outside of like Linkin Park. I consider them emo adjacent. Yeah, they're not in the like the whole Swing emo. Life Away. I would yeah. consider an emo song. A hundred percent, it's an emo song, but that's mm-hmm. like the one song that you can really like throw in there. Maybe like the Good Left Undone, mm-hmm. something like that. But outside of Linkin Park, I wasn't really into rock music until Rise Against and the Siren Song for the Counterculture album. Um, so that kind of started me down the path, which then Mm -hmm. led me to bands that, you know, were still in the heavier realm, uh, things like census fail. Um, and then from that, just with the whole emo sound, it was all right, starting to get slower, like red jumpsuit, um, you know, early Panic at the Disco, mm-hmm. and then it was really like Death Cab for Cutie, where it's like, this yeah. is true fucking emo. You are like, a huge uh, 
Jimmy Eat World fan too. Yep, Jimmy Eat World. Um, something corporate. Something corporate. Jack's, Jack's mannequin. mannequin. Like yeah. everything in in that realm was like my wheelhouse. And this is like right in high school era. So yeah, that's like all the nostalgia. So that comes from that's my side of things. How about you? I was so I was a like you know pop princess up until mm-hmm. I was introduced to um, Isley, okay. which. I feel like they, oh, they were super, super emo. Yeah. But not a band that gets mentioned as, like, one of the greats of the time. No. But that was the band that got me started on um, Brand New. Yeah. Uh, brand may new they rest was... in peace. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the the entire um, Deja and Tendu album, it's like, I mean. Oh, they were so good, but uh, yeah. Jesse Lacey, as, ew. As shitty um, as he is, it's like. That was a good album. Like, am so I going to go back to it anytime soon? I was. Nah. I tended to be more on the. Um, I think you were on the like harder rock side. Yeah. I was more on the melodic. Like, I loved yeah. Bright Eyes, okay. Death Cab, um, yeah. like real, real sad boy stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I loved me. I loved me a sad man. Um, yeah. And. Kind of getting into the more obscure, like I, my sister and I were super into Neutral Milk Hotel. Oof, that was okay. like a big one, a deep cut. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that they were those were my standards. I loved, but I did. I loved say anything. Taking yeah. back Sunday. Taking back Sunday um, is way up there. I see. Straylight here. Run. Oof. <laughs> Existentialism on Prime oh, Night. Oh, so good. I, and then so good. nothing it, but else. But you know what makes me... Yeah. <laughs> that, that was it. Rude, but true. Um, yeah, but yeah. you know what drives me crazy is what? when you hear about people saying that Existentialism on Prom Night was like their wedding song. Like, that song no. is not a no. romantic song, you guys. No, it's depressing it's as sad. fuck. Don't pick that for your wedding no. song. No. Like, I, that drives me crazy. Yeah. I, I've always said that. And same. Yeah, same. You, but you just, yeah, Isley, Isley was the my my gateway, my gateway emo drug. Okay. Um, you were, the surprising thing about you is that prior to um, Rise Against is that you, you weren't even a pop music person. No. You were a like hardcore hip hop guy. Yeah, I was, I was all hip hop. Like, I've never known a whiter guy to know <laughs> all of the words to like every Tupac song. Like, I mean, deep yeah. cuts. Yeah. A lot of deep cut Tupac. Like a lot of West Coast uh, hip hop was, was in my wheelhouse uh, obviously Eminem, um, a lot of stuff that was Midwest, and then a lot of things that ended up becoming a little more mainstream, like when Outkast kind of broke out, uh, a lot of the Atlanta sound, like, you know, that that was kind of, you know, Southern hip-hop, T.I., uh, even, fuck, you want Bill to include hang, Bubba Sparks. But, yeah, but like, I... New York stuff, like, I really started getting into Nas, uh, you know, when I was still... A child. Yeah, a child. But yeah, like, so. yeah, I was like, I was, prior yeah. to Isley, I was like solidly into Michelle Branch. I'm sorry. Like Michelle Branch was, hey, okay, don't hate. She was pretty good. But Michelle Branch was like one of the main reasons why I wanted to learn how to play guitar. Okay. Yeah. So our musical taste has definitely. We are uh, a Venn diagram. Yeah. In the truest sense. Like, I can even, like, get down to, like, some... Like, I like old-school country. Like, I love, like, Dolly Parton and Johnny Cash. I'll do Phil, Johnny Cash. Phil can yeah. do, like, heavy metal, like, heavier yeah. than I can do. We are a, are, you, we are a Venn diagram of yeah. musical interest. But right in the middle is emo. Is the thing emo that rock. The thing that binds the, the, the tie that binds us 
yes. musically is emo music. And a lot of people, you know, kind of look past emo because it was kind of the, uh, like, you know, it was like the middle child of of music in that era. Um, you know, the new metal sound was very big in rock, and, you know, that really kind of took a lot of precedent over all these emo bands of the same era. So it was uh, it was an interesting time for music, but uh, a lot of nostalgia is going to come out of this episode, yes. and a lot of hatred is going to come yes. out of this episode yes. because people are very passionate when it comes to emo music, and hence I, emo. I am going to... Um... I I have something that I need to share with everyone. Uh-oh. And it has to do with your pick. Okay. So do you want to share who you view as the best emo band of all time? I mean, it's no question who the best emo band of all time is. It's My Chemical Romance. And here's the thing that I need to get off of my chest. Mm-hmm. I don't like My Chem. I never did. You're, you're so wrong. I, I couldn't name a single song off of the Black Parade other than that one song. Other than that one song. What's the name of that one song? The Black Parade. It's welcome to the Black Parade. Okay, but see, even I, I did not like Gerard Way. I did not like Mike Hem. I never got into them. Teenagers. I liked Teenagers. That was it, though. It's so many good songs. I... The Ghost of You. Helena. Nope. I mean, even if you, even if you go... I'm to, Not Okay uh, literally made me want to, like, put nails into my eyeballs. I hated that song. You are going to have some serious issues with Sarah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Sarah. That is, like, her, like, number one emo song. <laughs> oh, no. She is going to claw you, your eyes out. I still love you, Sarah. She is going to like Sparta kick you in the face for that comment. <laughs> we're, we're referring to Sarah Jordan from DJX, yeah. but I I love you, Sarah. I I'm very sorry. That um, that is a bombshell is, of a yeah, statement. I know, and I this has been this has been something that has been weighing on me heavily. Something you think about often. It's, it is something I think like about. My yes, I, it, but like the fact that like. I have not felt like I could share this with people up until now. That's because it's insulting. Is what I'm it very is. sorry. Well, I know. Who, who do you think is the best emo band then? I'm going with Paramore, hands down. Got to give it to my girl, Haley. I, I, I love me some Paramore, but how the fuck are you going to pick Paramore over my okay, I will share. I will share my three points with All you. All right, let's hear it. Um, Riot was genre defining. Period. Mm. Um, mm. They've gone on to be, even since the emo era, nominated for a staggering number of awards and won a significant number of them. I will and argue they, that. they continue to have tremendous amounts of success to also, this day. I will also argue that with a different counterpoint, but we will get to that. Okay. This is, I just want to say, though, this isn't even a fair argument because this is the world that you work in. Yeah. So. Okay. So anyways. So starting off on the foot of here's who I think is the best emo band and you say I don't even like them. (laughs) This is going to get real intense. Yeah. Okay. So So what are your three points? Okay. You want to talk about albums that are genre defining. Uh Let's talk about the Black Parade. 
Go for that, it. That was my third point. Go for it. The Black Parade is genre defining. Okay. Um, when you listen to any My Chemical Romance song, you immediately know that it's an emo song. There's no question about it. Like, they are an emo band. And that's just, that is how you can define them. But I think that Paramore's ability to transcend emo music, like, they were, like, any song off of Riot. So can Panic at the Disco. So can Fall Out Boy. Yeah. I I think that I happen to think that. We'll, I happen to think we'll that get, both no, of those... We'll get to, we'll get to okay. that. Okay, all right. We'll get to that okay. when you can make that point. Okay, my, go for it. My huh? third point, um, their reunion, after mm-hmm. being gone for so long, nearly crashed the industry. Everything came to a screeching halt. Which is halt. interesting because I don't remember them really doing a reunion like across the country. Wasn't it like one show? They did one show and then they were going to do a lot of other festivals, but pandemic... So I don't remember seeing their name on any dockets around here anytime recently. <sighs> but continue. Christ. Well, th- those are my three points. You immediately oh. know that their emo, uh, their reunion was one of the biggest things in rock and alternative of the past year, and the Black Parade is one of the greatest emo albums, and I would say greatest albums of. Wow, that's a stretch. But anyways, in all of the genres of music, up until this point, you think that the Black Parade, the Black Parade is is one of in out of what? Out of music, the homie, (laughs) the top two hundred. I mean, it. I would place it in there. It is a work of art. Okay. Okay, Miss. I don't even like my chemical romance. Of course, that's going to be your your fucking face and your answer. So, let's talk about your pop punk okay. bullshit with Paramore here. All right, you they got me did. Heated. They had. They had. Okay. They were pop punk leaning. I will. I would say that, All but right, they are definitely. Emo. Let's talk about it then. Riot was the go-to album for emo chicks everywhere. Like its lyrics were definitely on many an AIM away message. It was genre defining. So was my cam. We didn't have a female emo starlet up until Haley came onto the scene. I'll agree. So she was for women genre defining. That band was genre defining. Um, let's see. I here's my thing. She I was don't have the anything female against influ- emo influencer. I don't have anything against against Riot. I know you don't, but these are my arguments. Okay. Misery Business became a hit spending 22 weeks at number three on the alternative song chart. Okay. The, um, it's been on uh, a lot of like top 100 lists. It's at the modern classics list at number 10. It was 16 on the Rock Sound's 51 most influential pop punk albums of all time list. Like that, that, when you list emo albums, I would venture a guess that Riot's going to be in the top five. It's a bold statement for, especially when the biggest song on the album they don't even play anymore. I mean, okay, but that has, that's not because of the popularity of the song. That's because she's grown as a person, which does come into my, like, third point. I know it's going to. We'll, We'll get there. Okay. So, they have won an incredible number of awards and been nominated for a ton of them. Paramore has received 26 awards 
from 67 nominations. They received one nomination from the American Music Award for New Artist of the Year and um, other nominations in other magazines and uh, popular vote ceremonies. The single Ain't It Fun won a Grammy. Um, Ain't It Fun is a pop song. What? Ain't It Fun is a pop song. But, okay, that ties into my third point. They continue to be successful because as a band, Outside they are willing emo. to, they evolve. I understand They that. keep up with the times. They're still played on alternative charts. Haley Williams' song is being played on your station right now as yeah. we, like, speak. I, I'm not arguing that. They I'm have arguing had continued success. Haley Williams' song, which, as I'm sitting here looking, played three songs ago, her new stuff, it's a pop record. It's not an emo song. But it's a pop record. They were a pop. They were an emo band. They yeah. have evolved. They have been able to continue to be successful because of their talents, because of their ability to evolve but, as the here, time goes. Here's the if same they were argument, still though. pumping out emo records, they wouldn't be popular because emo isn't popular anymore. Well, here, here's a counter argument that falls in that same line. Would you consider Taylor Swift to be the greatest country artist? I would consider her to be one of them. Dolly Parton's the greatest country artist, but, but, but you get, I would you get consider, my point. It's a completely would, different genre. She's a consider, pop star. I would consider her one. I would consider her the greatest pop star. I would consider her one of the greatest country stars of all time. See, but she's not country anymore. Just not like anymore. Is she not evolved. But emo, emo is a genre. Against. Who's still making emo records? But. That, What's that's, the that's okay? Not, and that's then not to your point, what? How many records has My Chemical Romance made since I don't know, 2010? Since 2010, none. Exactly. That'll play into what my point is, though. But they have but not continued to have success because they haven't continued to do anything. They announced a reunion and sold out all of their tickets in a matter if, of seconds. If Paramore had gone away after Riot. And then they announced a reunion tour. I have no doubt that they, the same thing would happen. Okay. And I'm not going to disagree with that. But when I their think... albums after have been pop-leaning records and haven't been emo records, and those are the ones that are getting who awards. Knows what, who knows what My Chemical Romance would have done? They could have put out, like, I don't know, a fucking just... like, R&B record. Who, who knows what they would have done? I think that a band's ability to evolve, to change with the times, to continue to put out something new and exciting every time they put out a record counts towards their ability as a band. Counts towards their, counts, it counts as making them one of the best emo bands. They have continued, they have evolved past emo music, but music mm -hmm. as a whole has evolved past emo music. I understand that. It's actually coming back. It's actually, it's now entering into the hip hop world instead of into the rock world. There's more emo hip hop that's starting to come out and that's becoming the big thing. So, okay, but just because they've, I mean, let's, okay, let's talk about Panic at the Disco. Yeah. He's making pop records now. Yes. Would you not consider Panic at the Disco one of the greatest emo bands of all time? See, that that's not that's not the point that I'm trying to get across. I don't like, understand the point that you're trying to well, get across well, then. Okay, let's in the words of Haley, let's simmer down. Okay. Riot a hundred percent an emo album. Okay. All we know is falling. 
also an emo album. Okay. The as album you, after Riot, as you also start, an emo album. As you start getting to today's times, the further you go, the further it deviates from that. The self-titled but, and the last album were the first, I would say, pop-leaning albums that they had. Okay. All right. So... So it, they are included in this argument. I'm not saying they're not included in the argument. Mm-hmm. Same as with Panic at the Disco. When you look at the first couple of albums, very, very emo, and then starts getting more into the pop world. So basing their success as an emo band off of their current work that's not emo, I don't think that falls into the argument I do I because I think it shows skill as a band. I'm again. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. They, so it's the they, emo part that the, you are that you are yes. contesting. Yes, I disagree. Oh, that's, that's what this is all about. But I'm focusing on the emo parts. Okay, let it. me get to my third point, okay. which is that I mean you're going to contest this because I'm going to contest it's it. not one of their quote-unquote emo albums after laughter debuted at six on the u.s billboard 200 making it at their third top 10 on the chart how many top 10 albums on the charts have my chemical romance had three okay so they're tied yeah so i'm i'm just saying but all their albums have been emo albums because they only put out like two albums or three albums they put out three major debut albums they had some other stuff in there but three major studio albums they had a couple stuff and then before that but and then they bowed out they yeah. quit yeah i'll get to that paramore kept going and they continued they, to be know, successful they changed direction but here and, and i'll i'll get to that point and i'll i'll make my stance about why that actually happened go for it i'm listening like I'm going to fucking change your mind at this point. But again, my argument for why My Chemical Romance is the best emo band of all time. Um, Every single song that you hear from My Chemical Romance is unquestionably an emo song. There, there was no transition into this is a pop song because they transitioned out of making music for a reason. Again, I will get to that, but when you hear their albums, when you hear something off of Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, you know it's an emo, an emo song. When you hear something off of The Black Parade, you know it's an emo song. And it's unquestionably emo. So their entire work as a whole is so in tune with what the genre is. This is point number one. Okay. Point number two, they did go away after they put out... Uh, the fabulous Killjoys album, and that was ten years ago okay. when that album came out. So they put the album out, they toured. So nine years of them being gone as a band. Mm-hmm. So they announced their reunion and they announced a show out in L.A. and it sells out in seconds, in seconds. And then they start getting announced that they're playing festivals all over the world, top billing. For festivals everywhere, which shows how much people love My Chemical Romance, even though there hasn't been any new music in 10 years. Paramore sells out shows. Like, that's, I, I don't think that this they, is, if they had gone away for 10 years and then they decided that they were going to tour the Riot album as a 10 year reunion thing, I have no doubt that they would sell out in seconds, I, too. Neither do I. But 
if you're going to put My Chemical Romance in one venue and Paramore in an identical venue next door, My Chemical Romance is going to sell out before Paramore does, 100%. We will never know. We, we won't, but that's, that's just my opinion. But we when can agree they, to when disagree they, on that. But, yeah, but okay. when they announced that reunion, like everything came to a crashing halt. Like It was the top news story of, of everywhere. It's like, so even when they're gone for 10 years, I'm going to let you get through your third point and then I'm going to bring something up that's going to get a lot of people heated, but I'm going to, I might as well at this point, I'm, yeah, I'm already pissing off a ton of people. Yeah, yeah, you are. Uh, my third point is pretty much counter to, to your point about Riot and that is dealing with the Black Parade album, which is a masterpiece of an album. When you look at how the album is constructed from an emo rock standpoint, but also from a concept album standpoint. Like, I didn't fo- know that that was a concept album. So it's based around a character whose name is The Patient, who has cancer. And it's about, That's sad. It's about his life, his death, the afterlife, reflection on life. That's how the Black Parade is, is set up. So it's a concept album. So from start to finish... The storytelling is incredible. I am a sucker for concept albums. Yes, I always you are. will be. Oh my god, yeah. I love, love, love when bands can tell a story through I all of their songs. I kind of think that they're hokey, but I. <sighs> god, you are like, oh my god, I'm going to leave you here. So, God. Okay, just, all right. keep, just keep going. But with the Black Parade, it's triple platinum. In the U.S. and in the U.K., mm-hmm. it's platinum in six different countries. Europe is also included as a single entity in that, and also went gold in three different countries. And Welcome to the Black Parade happens to be one of the biggest and most popular alternative gold songs in the entire country. So, excluding the true number one and number two when you look at the media base rankings year to date so far, number one is Portugal the Man, Feel It Still. Mm. Number two is The Revivalist, uh, Wish I Knew, uh, Wish I Knew You. And both of those songs fall into a recurrent I'm category kind of for a lot of people. I'm surprised that those are number one and number two. Why? Um, I don't know. I just wouldn't have. I the Revivalist especially. I would have. Right. I would have thought of in Portugal the Man and Foster the People. Now, Foster the People ranks pretty high, but not huh, not quite. Okay. A lot of people dip out of Pumped Up Kicks because of the lyrical content and all that. Okay, gotcha. Uh, okay, so, that makes but, sense. But again, I mean, those records are from the past five years. Okay. So, so they technically fall into the gold library. Uh-huh. Some people are still playing them as recurrent albums. So okay. I don't really want to include those two because it seems... This unfair. is getting this is getting very technical to uh, radio, so we got to yeah, dumb it down a little. Well, that I just not wanna, dumb it down. I that that was exp- insulting to people, but just uh, not use so much jargon. Sorry, okay. but I just want to I want to point that out because I am excluding them from okay. this. So, welcome to the Black Parade would technically rank number three overall, right behind uh, Jimmy Eat World, the middle, and the Killers, Mr. Brightside. Okay, as like what I would consider one and two, like the real one and two. So Welcome to the Black Parade is number three for alternative radio year to date with library plays. Um, so, I mean, 
essentially what you would consider to be the title song for the album. Um, so outside of that, uh, the box set, the re-release box set for the album was nominated for a Grammy. Hmm. The actual album wasn't, but the re-release was. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting point too. I didn't, I didn't know that going yeah. into it. Huh. But yeah, that was uh, that was a little bit weird. Um, in a poll from Kerrang in the UK, it was ranked number two for the best rock albums of the 2000s. What was number one? I don't know. <laughs> okay. If I had to guess, probably Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory. I'm gonna look that's it up. Just you me. keep going. That's just me though, because that's just a, a fantastic album. But the album was so good, and this this is what plays into the band hasn't put out music in 10 years. So after the Black Parade, and they put out the Fabulous Killjoys album, had a couple of good songs, but it got it got so much backlash from fans, from critics, not because it was a bad album, but because it wasn't as good as the Black Parade. And the band has openly said that they essentially called it quits because they didn't want the rest of their music to be put up against the Black Parade. They they just wanted to avoid that completely. They didn't want that to be the bar that everybody set for what they should be, what they should achieve. So that's how good of an album they made. It forced them to look at their career as a whole and say, we can't top this in anyone's mind. So we're going to stop. Which I think shows you're a quitter. I don't think it shows you're a quitter. I think I think it was you know, a lot of bands are able to have that that transition to a different genre. Paramore, Paramore did it being su- one of them. They did it successfully. Fall Out Boy did it su- successfully. Panic at the Disco. A lot of bands made that transition and it was it was okay for them. But this but all this does is say that My Chemical Romance said we can only do one thing well and this is that one thing, so we're just gonna quit. I don't think that's the way of, of looking at it. If you want to look at it that way, sure. As a I look sidebar, Kerrang's number one rock album of the two thousands was American Idiot by Green Day. Uh, okay. I I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but sure, that's fine. And but Riot also came in the top ten, so. I, I, again, I have nothing against Riot as an album, but the argument of all these accolades that they have when it, they transitioned into being more of a pop band is is what they I have a problem with this particular while argument. They were an emo band, though. She that, was fine, she was yeah. regarded as one of the best vocalists in the genre. I I wouldn't disagree with that. I would consider her a better vocalist than Gerard Way, 100%. Oh, uh, but, a thousand percent. But, but again, from a collective... I think that all that does is say we have we have one thing that we can do. This is the only thing that we can do well, so we're going to stop right here because I, we can't we can't transition to anything else. I don't, I don't see it that way. I don't see it as they couldn't transition into anything else. I see it as if they tried to then everybody was going to just have way too much backlash. But, I, other, the bar, but other bands do that, and they, they, they suck and, it up. Yeah, but to to go so drastically from this sound, this emo sound that everybody knows, and to come off of an album that is 
one of the greatest emo albums and albums of all time with storytelling with just how it sounds i i can under i understand I stand by what, what i'm saying here i know you're going to but i stand by what i'm saying with when you set the bar that high i don't think it matters what you do after that people are always going to judge based off of what they deem to be your most successful thing lincoln park fell into the same the same problem with I mean, a lot, a lot of, their of bands albums. have that problem. Yeah, a lot but, of people, like, you look at Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah. They catch shit. And, Panic at the Disco, they catch shit. Yeah. Paramore caught shit. Like, this is, you have to, you just have to prove that you don't care that you're going to keep doing because you know that what you're doing is good. Yeah. And you are going to gain, for every fan that you, that, you know, says like, oh, they, you know, I wish you'd still keep making the same like emo stuff that you made in 2009. You're going to get a new person that goes, you know what? I didn't really care for that emo stuff, but I love this. And that's fair. So Again, I just think it shows that they, they weren't skilled enough to do, to do anything other than what they disagree. were doing. And highly disagree there. And this is why we're going to have to take it to the people. They're going to have to, you're going to have to tell us. And I, I fully expect, because I know that the, the my chem diehards are diehards, but I mean, again, I'm going to say, I'm going to say what a lot of people aren't brave enough to say. And that's the, they're not that good. You're insane. You're so you share with us your insane. opinion. We're never going to agree on this. So no. tell us, tell us what you think. Who is the best emo band of all time? Well, first pick between my yeah. chem and Paramore. <laughs> Yeah, tell us, my camera Paramore, who's better? And then tell us who your pick for the best emo band of all time is. And you can do that at Three Rings Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's three spelled out, T-H-R-E-E, Rings Pod, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Phil's going to go file for divorce. Yeah, we're both going to go cry. <laughs> In all reality, we're probably just going to go listen to Jack's Mannequin, Everything in Transit, because that's like our go-to album. It really it's is. so good. It is. Or, Work of art. Or something corporate, leaving through the window. Yeah, we love we love both of those. Those are our, that is one thing yeah. that we can agree on is give me, that those give are Give me nine perfection. minutes of Constantine, and I'm, <laughs> I'm a happy person. All right, we will talk to everybody next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.